Welcome to another episode of On My Grown, the podcast. I'm your co-host, Rodney Boyd. I'm your co-host, Melanie Mitchell. And you are back for another episode. And um, we have a new uh, premise or series within the On My Grown family. Yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're premiering today. So, uh, Mel, if you want to give them the intro of uh, what we'll be doing. Yes. Um, since we've been recording remotely, um, you know, we haven't been able to give y'all our real remarks. Like y'all like, we haven't done one since what, like you got served? Or whatever. No, it was like yeah. drumline or something. So that was like August. So I'm like, dang, we, you know, we would really love giving y'all commentary. Y'all enjoy our commentary on movies and such. So our new thing is called the sitcom Soapbox. So we're going to talk about like 90 shows, like, you know, enjoying and appreciating them for what they were. And I'm excited because, you know, we, we love 90 sitcoms. Of course, clearly everyone loves 90 sitcoms because they keep on trying to bring them back. But... Yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. And the first show that we're going to talk about in this series is Mo to the, Eat to the. Eat to the. Moesha. Yes, I love Moesha. It's like one of my favorite shows. I watch it so much. Um, I literally, I'm pretty sure I was watching it today. Thank you, Fuse, for Hold showing that often. Oh, what's on? I just want to uh, remind people to live tweet. Oh, at on my grown hashtag on GTP, and as well, we're we're doing a hundred episode. We're doing a hundred reviews before a hundred episodes. We are now up to fifty three. So thank you for everyone who has contributed thus far uh, to the growing number of uh, reviews. We have a new. We can finally see one new one. Um, I'm gonna go ahead. Mel, you cool if I read oh, this one? You wanted to personally read this one. I mean. Uh, no, I just forget to tell you. Oh, no, I have it. it up right I have now. it up. Because while you're talking, I was Okay, up. cool. <clears throat> okay, this is from Friday. Is the title's Amazing Five Stars. Words can't describe how much I appreciate this podcast, exclamation point. Thank you for creating an outlet where young black 20-somethings relate. You both having amazing personalities, which makes the show so enjoyable to listen to. Congrats, Mel, on your new venture with Blavity. Thanks, girl. It's only up from here. Many blessings to you both. Load you on Twitter. Thank you so much. That's so nice. Appreciate that. Uh, make sure I keep on l- leaving reviews because, like, that really makes our day. Like, let me see. Let me see. find Load You. Go follow my girl. Oh, thank you, Sarah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I really, really appreciate you know the reviews, and it means a lot. Especially, you know, we ask y'all to do it, but <laughs> y'all don't. Y'all don't have to. And y'all do anyway. And then, you know, the encouraging words that y'all leave, like, that's what really means a lot. So thank y'all. Continue to leave reviews and to live tweet because y'all have Twitters. I know y'all do. I know that's how y'all got the link. (laughs) So please make sure y'all live tweet these podcasts because that's what, you know, oh, what are you talking about? Oh, I'm listening to them. I'm going to podcast. Oh, let me listen. And that's how, you know, things work. So live tweet people, please. Yes, sir. So um, back to Moesha. So, uh, Mel, what was, I guess, what, what first about Moesha do we want to talk about? Um. Okay, so let me go on Wikipedia and, and tell y'all the premise in case y'all, you know, have been living under a rock since 1995. You know, you want to know the premise. So, Moesha is an American sitcom series that aired on the UPN network from January 23rd, 1996 to May 14th, 2001. The series stars R&B singer Brandy Norwood as Moesha Denise Mitchell a high school student living with her family in the Lamert Park neighborhood of Los Angeles. It was originally ordered as a pilot for see order. Okay, but yeah, that's enough. She's high school heifer in LA, Lamert Park, Crenshaw area. 
she got a family um her dad frank her stepmother d her mom passed away when she was younger her, she has a little brother named miles best friend Takeem, kim and nisi and a gamut of boyfriends so let's get right into it uh, <laughs> i love moesha because it's just so 90s it's so 90s it, you know you had brandy who was that girl in the 90s first of all um, you know, first black Disney princess, you know, we had the never say never era. I want to be down. She's doing all this while simultaneously dominating TV screens every Monday night. So, or Tuesday, whatever night it came up. So that was amazing. And then the box parade, so 90 It's people who still struggle with getting their edges back from trying to get the Moesha box braids for so consistently. I know Brandy probably still don't have edges from that. You, you have consistent I, box braids from 96 to 2001. I thought it was a mix of box braids and micros. That's even worse. <laughs> Can I be? That's not much better. I did not even realize like Brandy was the singer, nor did I really care that she was a singer, as much as I like just knew and loved her as Moesha. You know that's real. That's real. Like sometimes I forget that Brandy was Moesha. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like I know Brandy's Moesha, but I don't know Brandy is Moesha. Like when I see Brandy, I'm like, look at Brandy. I was like, you know, that was Moesha. It sure was Moesha, wasn't it? Like, I think of Moesha as a real person. Yeah. Like, my older cousin. She was the older cousin that we were proud of. Well, honestly, I feel like if she was a real person, she would be my cousin because Moesha, Mitchell, her dad's a Kappa, and Extra, and my sister's middle name is Aisha, and they around the same age, and it kind of, Miles, you know, the M names, it's kind of a thing. (laughs) So, I think of her as my older cousin from L.A. Uh... I mean, growing up, I thought everybody... I thought Kel Mitchell was related to me, too, growing up, so... There's that. Anybody with the last name? Kel Mitchell, Mel Mitchell. It's kind of coincidence. Our family. I think our family. Somebody lying. <laughs> Why we got so much family in LA, Mom? We never go out there to see them. All right. Um, yeah, so Moesha was, like, iconic. It's It started the... Um, <laughs> the fake parody on Proud Family. Remember the Aisha show? And it got canceled, and Penny boycotted by staying at the, uh, the billboard... Oh yeah, yeah. That was yeah, so dude, funny. That was. I was like, I was like, why didn't I do that when Moesha was canceled? We should have all banded together and got on these billboards. And then she found out that she didn't want to do the show for real. That's when Gabby Union was the voice of Aisha. So it was, it was, oh, yeah, yeah. it was cultural, you know, gold until it wasn't. But we'll get to that. Well, for me. um, yeah, I, I don't know. It was just so dope to see a show that, one, not only had people like me, but had kids that, um, you know, but it had a younger, you know, starring cast. And so he was like, oh, man, like, I'll be there before I know it. Because you used to look at stuff like the Cosbys and other shows that start adults, and you're like, oh, that's, like, as a kid, you'd be like, oh, that's a ways off. But it's like, man, high school, really not that far off. Like, and I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be going to parties. I'm going to be sneaking in girls' rooms. And so, like, I was like, oh, man, I'm really getting a crash course in, like, what it's about to be like earlier. I mean, later on, you know, by watching this. She may be in the And I'll never so forget. Lit. She did. And I'll never forget one of the biggest things that upset me about 9-11 was that because of the news coverage, they didn't show the normal rerun of Moesha. And I was like, it's all it's already bad that like I'm afraid of my life that someone's going to attack my country again. But now I can't even watch Moesha. What kind of monsters are y'all? <laughs> right. <laughs> you all Who is responsible? 
I will have their head on a platter the for this. The Twin Towers are one thing, but what y'all won't do is, is cause my wish not to come up. That's actually hilarious. Right. It wasn't even a new episode. It was it a was rerun. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to watch That's my so rerun. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, good on Moesha. I'm just thinking of just how much, because I watched it growing up, but when it started, the rerun started coming on, and the closer I got to that age, I mean, well, no, by the time I started watching it more consistently as an adult, I was older than Moesha, but I really got to analyze it and, and understand the episodes more. But yeah, I just wanted to sneak boys in my room. Like, I remember when I moved up here, I was coming, when I moved to Georgia, we got our new house, and like, we was looking at it before we moved in. I was like thinking of like escape routes for boys. Like, I could still boy through the basement, come this way, boom, 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 because I got to sneak. Like, that was like what a teenager, being a teenager meant to me, like sneaking boys in the house, boyfriends, secret dates. Like, didn't do none of that. To this day, I still ain't snuck a man in my house. <sighs> what about the, the premise of the den? Oh, man. Like, having to hang outside with your friends. That was just what right. life that was, was geared about. towards y'all. That was what? That was geared towards y'all. So, like, you know, yeah, like. For y'all. And y'all, your parents knew the, the owner, so it was kind of like, okay, you know how your parents had to know what blood type everybody you hung out with was. You know, like, yes. who, who they people? I don't know them. Especially so, black parents. Especially black parents. So that was great. Like, I looked forward to, I want to go to the den, and I want to drink smoothies and not pay for them. Like, that was, and there was, like, <laughs> rap performances there, mm-hmm. poetry slams, dances, parties. So much fun. I actually so, thought about okay. opening up a teen nightclub one time, or a teen club. I think a teen den would be like a, it ain't nothing but like a, a black Starbucks almost. <laughs> that's really. Yeah, but you you just the prices are lower and you have stuff you know mm-hmm. geared towards that demographic. Yeah, that age group. I mean, these kids go to Gold Room. <laughs> so I don't really know. <laughs> they be at Compound. That's so real. I we were um they in college we was, we were mentoring this little group. I won't call them out, and. Um, it was a mansion. We had a party. We were, you know, on the flyer for a party at Mansion Elon. And we're about to leave. And I see one of the little girls that's in, like, our the group we mentor there. She's, like, 16. I'm like, yo, what are you doing here? She's like, uh, uh, and just runs off. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> like, why are you living like Moesha right now? <laughs> Man, Mansion Elon, I done had some good times at Mansion Elon. I don't know about anybody else. <laughs> That's that's the the quintessential eighteen and up club. Like that was your first club in Atlanta. If you if from here, like that was your first real club experience. Past like fusion. This was a twenty one and up night. She had a fake, a good one. Yeah, these these kids, whatever they put in these Cheerios and tricks and Lucky Charms, they put in uh, cow hormones and stuff in it. I don't trust it. They look older than me. I, I'm surprised. Like I be I be walking through youth church to. Regular church, I'm surprised I ain't got snatched up yet. Like, come on, baby, I'm actually 23. So, can you not try to recruit me? Ma'am, we're, we're leaving for youth search. We, we got teen service, you know that. You know, we're going to the skate rink for a lock in. Ma'am, I am grown, grown. Please. Okay, so what's your favorite episode of Moesha? Um, I think when they went down to Tijuana is definitely up Ooh, there. That was a good one. That was a good one. They were so close to not getting caught. Right, and it was the the idea that she literally just handed some random dude the keys. I was like, "Come on now." Um, yeah, and I think when they was playing basketball, when uh Q was on the basketball team and he was good, that was another one. 
I liked I liked the whole Usher series because I I'm a, I was an Usher fan at oh, the time. Man. My sister don't tell my answer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah, like those were my favorites. I was like, okay, anytime, like I was like, okay, dope. Oh, and when Kobe Bryant was on the was mm. on the show, okay. So yeah, you almost you almost said it, but yeah, my favorite episode is the sleepover, the the pajama party with Jeremy when she got caught. Yeah, because it was so funny, just the episode itself. Like with Kim and Nisi and all of that, but just like her getting in trouble. First off, I was shook, like big shook, and then like it being Usher, and then the fact that she really wasn't even doing nothing, and right. she specifically was like, "Oh, we ain't doing nothing. We gonna sit here right on the step." But they were just right far far enough on the step to walk down and look like they was doing something, and then you know Frank had to come be extra. She got caught walking down the stairs, right? Not walking up. Yeah, they was walking down. Cause like he he bust in the party because Mary Ellen man wanted to snitch because she couldn't get in the party, and then Frank pulled up down to the party. Where's Moesha? And then she come walking downstairs because she was really only like five steps up. Oh, no. To the point where I've used that clip at work because like on the Shadow and Act page we use like old you know movie and TV stuff. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I got a clip we can use. My favorite clip. Like, I love that moment. Uh, I just love Jeremy. I think he was my favorite boo of Moesha, aside from, like, the obvious, which was Q. Uh, yeah. I do I do love the Q shenanigans. The, oh, you know what my other favorite episode is? So funny. The um, When they won the tickets to that concert. <laughs> oh, and they for her it, concert. And no, no, no. Not the mo- not the Brandy concert. They, it was, like, some kind of, like, slant. Huge hip-hop. It was, like, yeah, it was, like, a big concert. Like, I think it was, like, Megafest or something. And... I think they lost their tickets or they gave a ticket to somebody. For some, some reason, Kim and Nisi could not get in. I think Moesha finessed her way in. But, like, so, Kim and Nisi, because they're the funny ones on the show. Like, Right. So, I think what happened was, right, Q was managing the group. Right. They were trying to get in to perform. And so, what Q said they was going to do, they was going to go in but pass the tickets back. Yeah, pass the tickets back. Right. And it did, for whatever reason, it didn't happen. And, like you said, uh, Kim and Nisi got locked out and I think they got in at the last second but it was over. It was yeah, and it was like the end of 112 or whatever guy group was playing. <laughs> they were like, "Nah, y'all got to come back out." It's think again. It was like a two-part episode. Yeah. And then like Sana Lathan was choosing on Q. That's what before Sana was Sana. But she was like, "Oh, what's up, Q?" I think she had met him in some energy thing. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. It was just an all-around hilarious episode, mostly because of Kim Nisi. Um that was like the beginning with the episode 2. When Kim made the Chilean squad and Moesha didn't. It's just so many, like the shenanigans they used to get into. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do you remember Moesha's cheer? My name is Moesha. Hey, hey. <laughs> Some call me Mo. Check me out. <laughs> Check me out. My girl is dry cheer. That's why you ain't made it. <laughs> Don't nobody care what your name is. <laughs> Kim had counts, okay? Kim had talent. <laughs> she was so mad. And then she went to call her. Uh uh-uh, uh. Don't do that. <laughs> Cause you mad. I was like, I was like, check me out. I was check like, this out. is the driest like little. Really Shut up, Moesha. <laughs> Got this big hoodie on. Okay, let's get into this character analysis. Um, we'll start with Moesha. What What are your thoughts on Moesha? I'll go. I'll go last. So, at the time when it was on, the premiered in '96. I was um I was four. And then in 01, I was um, nine. So at the time, I thought Moesha was the coolest thing smoking. 
Yeah. I didn't think she was, she wasn't the prettiest on, like, she was pretty, but she wasn't like a, oh my God, I have a crush on Moesha. Um, but looking back, she was like mad irritating. Yeah, absolutely. Like, as I watched the show, I'm like, Moesha's trash. <laughs> She's always in somebody's business, always meddling. No one asked you. Like, and Dale could have married and carted off with Shamar Moore, but no, you had to meddle. And now she's stuck common law with Uncle Bernie trifling, tied behind. Uh uh-uh. uh. This man brought Johnny Gill to the den. And you like, well, what about Uncle Bernie? Uncle Bernie ain't stepped up to the plate. But Shamar Moore did. Always <laughs> in somebody's business. Girl, sit down. Ungrateful. She, she was ungrateful. Yes. Frank got her that red Saturn, brand new. And she acted a plump fool in that garage. And I just was like, do you know what I would have done for a car at 16 that I couldn't drive regardless? But still, the nerve of you to act funny. And then she wanted to, uh, went and got a clunker Jeep just so she could say she had a Jeep. Right. It was, but it's so crazy because like when I was buying my new car like two years ago, I wanted a Jeep Wrangler like she did. And so like to, you know, like going through the process of looking for an affordable Jeep. Ain't it? I was like, I was like, look, I'm growing with a job who's going and I'm gonna pay the note. So I know she was struggling to find an affordable Jeep. Listen, I mean, I'm a Jeep driver too. And I was like, you know what? If I don't get a renegade, I can just get me a little used Wrangler. <laughs> Nig- the only Wrangler in my price range was a 2002. I was gonna have Moesha's Jeep. <laughs> Basically. For real. <laughs> like Jeeps are expensive, especially Wranglers. And the car was about halfway broke down when she got it. Remember it broke down um graduation day or something? But you had to have it. You had to have it. Yeah, they had to. And Moesha stayed with a nigga. I'm not going to call her off. Man. I'm not going to call her a hoe because she didn't hunch till like, who was, I, I can't even forget who her first was. Wasn't it Hakeem? It wasn't Aaron because she asked his body count and he was like, oh, I, I lost count. And she was like, ugh. But who was Moesha? Matter of fact. Dang. I don't. I think I looked it up before. It popped already. <laughs> like people trying to figure it out too. I know she hunched. I know she hunched. I want to say she hunched Q. Yeah, I forget who her first was. It was Q. It was Q. It was like um, her and Q slept together a few. Episodes. Yeah, she said, but that's only because of her. Oh no, keep talking. I'm, I'm just reading. <laughs> um. Well, I'm still trying to figure out who was her first. That's what I'm trying. I'm um, reading on like message boards. No, no, no. Okay. So at the time, I forgot another one of my favorite episodes. Probably my favorite was the Halloween one where uh, the boy, they had got the boy in trouble because he, like, by blaming him for putting a frog or whatever in the teacher's desk. And he was, like, coming back to scare them. Oh, yep. Yep. I remember that. You know, it almost reminds me of that episode of That's All Raven that's running together with that because it's, like, the same thing. When the babysitter came back. Yeah. Yeah, same premise. Hmm. Um. Let's see. Mo was annoying. I think it was Q. She she hunched Q. Did she get better in college? If you know who Mo's first was, tweet us. If we can confirm, give us an episode. Um, and give us the episode. Oh, remember the episode when all her ex boyfriends showed up to her birthday party? That's why I don't have a party now. I'm scared. Like, I'd be cool with people <laughs> when it show up. And she left with the, the teacher? She left with the teacher because that's peak fast. She was 18. 
that's key. They really, she really was the fastest little joint on TV. Like she had to be hundred, but she was still fast. Like, like that was hot. Yeah, she had a high GQ, Jeremy, Aaron, and the teacher. We'll get into the boyfriends later, but yeah. That- <laughs> but why would you invite, as my friend, why would you invite my exes? Maybe two. Like some, like you, you to the level of friends that you can't really avoid inviting them. But like, bro, I'm, why were they, for, you know, for none of them to have gotten any poon? Why were they also willing to come to a birthday party? I mean, if you that five, there's plenty of people I ain't hunched that'll come to my birthday party. So, what you trying to say? I'm I'm just shocked that they were all like every single one of them was willing. I mean, she also talked to like Ohaji when she was. 13. No, she was like 15. So it wasn't like Poon would ever be. And then, you know, some niggas may still have hope. Like, I ain't got the Poon there, but she 18 now, so. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, because of Moesha and her behavior with her guys and all that dating, because even the premise of her first episode that she turned, or the first or second, that she turned 16 and now she was finally able to like legally date in her household, yeah. a rule by her father. So let's talk about Frank Mitchell real quick. Okay. Please. Daddy Frank. Um, he had the quintessential father haircut. He did, and he still has the same haircut and just keeps on getting inched. Inch back. It's just further back. Actually, if you go look at uh, Insecure, you know, season two finale. Oh, yeah. When he brings the baby home, that's that's the same haircut Frank Mitchell got. He just, it's just a little, a little shorter. <laughs> Wait, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm looking um, that track real quick, which is hilarious. He was Brother Saturn. I'm on this message board trying to figure out who hunched Moesha Hunch. But this comment says, Moesha was what we, we decent virgins refer to as a virgin whore. <laughs> in reality, a girl like Moesha would have been sucking and taking in the butt from all these quote-unquote boyfriends and still call herself a virgin. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> People are terrible. Wow. <laughs> from 2013. It's like that old comment. Let me get up here. People are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Frank Mitchell. So somebody put a clip of Moesha on Twitter like two weeks ago. And it was the episode when she came back. I think when she got the tattoo. Mind you, Moesha, I, we've said it before. Moesha was out here. She had the tattoo. Remember the birth control episode? I only know what birth control looks like because of Moesha. Yeah, yeah didn't she get a nose pierce? Anyway, he was like, you over here looking like a... Oh, wow. What did he call her? A floozy, a slut? Uh tramp he could, uh, he said tramp yeah, tramp feels like what frank mitchell would have said yeah and it just and she just busts out crying but i understood that like my daddy would call me a tramp you know what i'm saying no matter what i had on that hurts like your daddy bro that would hurt from a parent like you whore right like i mean my mom called my all my outfits and that's how, that's how i know it's cute but like as a teenager <laughs> and coming from your dad that's just like ouch i mean but a thotty outfit and you personally being a whore I mean, he didn't or say like, Moesha, uh, you are uh, a whore. He was just like, you look like a tramp. Okay. But he was like heavy on the slut shaming. But just the fact that, you know, how controlling he was or pulling up to the party to snatch it from downstairs and then glaring at the little boy or how he even acted with Q, even in front of Q's father. He was mad disrespectful. He, he was. He came down to the to the barbershop showing out. Mm-hmm. Remember that? And then he, when Moesha and Q were caught in that room... They weren't even doing it. What were they doing? Oh, no, they were kissing. I they were on the bed, at least. They were on the bed. And I think they had leaned back to kiss, and then Miles had busted in or something, and they, like, hopped back up. Moved her whole school just so she wouldn't talk to one boy. Like, it shouldn't take all of that. 
she gonna find a way to talk to that nigga and she did she did find a way every time Ask. and guess what was at Brentwood mo niggas but I, you can't you can't but Frank felt like at least he liked the dude she would be exposed to they came from like a part of his issue with Q was like he you know like Frank is, yeah Frank was bougie and felt like ah uh, he's not really of caliber to, to mess with my daughter but even, I mean, so there's some elitism. I'm, I'm going to get Twittery. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get Twitter Seth and Pearson. He got real Wakanda on him. It was, it was real ridiculous. And then what also killed me was like, he was okay with Moesha dating Aaron, a grown. He had at least 30 credits because he was a capital. <laughs> so just because it's your frat brother, you should know how your frat brothers operate. He was okay with her dating a grown man in like 17 and was about to go out of town with him. Remember they were about to go to, was it Big Ben or something like that? I thought they were about to go to the ski mountain. Something. It was called something. It's something. Whatever the case. Yeah. It was just so much. I'm just like, so you okay with that? Mind you, the one with all the bodies and all the experience who really could have been breaking his daughter back. But you okay with that because you pretty to your left and pretty to your right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, who am I? I know my daddy would not have been cool with that. Like, say I'm I'm in a senior and I met me a little a little capper down to the Georgia State, uh, a Morehouse. First of all, take him to jail because I would have been 16. But in the event <laughs> that I was of age, like in the regular age of my grade, he would not have been cool with that. I thought that was unrealistic, especially considering. You were 18 when you got to college? No, I had just turned 17. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I didn't turn 18 until my, my sophomore year. Wow. So... Yeah, like I don't think he would have been okay with that in real life, because I know, because like Frank is kind of like my dad. He wasn't that ridiculous and slut shaming. He probably would have like took took the the midriff shirts or whatever and like been mad about it, but he wouldn't have called me a tramp. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember yeah. my sister had <laughs> this is good '90s parenting. My sister had a real stank pair of shorts. My sister was literally Misha, like down to the box braids and the Mitchell and the Isha and the which one Melissa. Like, okay, because it's wrong. She's she's like the same age as Moesha. Moesha's maybe okay, I, I, a couple years older than her, but yeah. But she had these stank shorts, and my mom was like, "Stop wearing these shorts," and she wouldn't stop wearing them. So this is one of my early. She would just wear them around the house, or like... I think she. This was like her house shorts, but you know, back then it was like, don't you know, walk around the house and like nothing crazy. I'm trying to figure out if she wore them in public or not. Whatever the case may be, my mom had had enough. I'm pretty sure my dad had enough too, but I just remember my mom being the main aggressor in this. <laughs> I had to be like four, but I remember this. It was in the kitchen. It was a big scene. My sister's like, please, no, stop. My mom took the shorts and literally the biggest pair of scissors I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> she, took, <laughs> she took the scissors to the shorts and cut them in half, like destroyed her. Damn. My sister, you'd have thought somebody was like stabbing her or taking her firstborn. Please, mom, I'm sorry. Oh my God. This is just shh. Uh, good times. Good times. But yeah, it just, I think there were better ways that Frank could have parented Moesha because it just made her want to act out and have to sneak around and do all that extra stuff. Yeah, they had a very tumultuous relationship. I wonder, I understand like being protective, but like I would love to hear the writer's room talk about, like, why Frank was so Frankie, like, so extra with it. I think he's, I mean, he's a real, Frank isn't, you know, all fiction. There are definitely fathers out there like Frank. Absolutely. There definitely are. So they were pulling from reality. 
and it was the 90s, so some stuff could slide. Frank couldn't slide on TV these days. You don't think so? Excuse me. Not like with just the tramp or the, you know, the extraness. Like, because Drake from Blackish ain't that extra. No, but like, I think... Parenting has evolved. Would you consider Moesha a sitcom or like more of a drama? It's a sitcom. It is? Yeah, that's definitely a sitcom. It had more dramatic elements than I would. It got more like. dramatic towards the end. Honestly, we'll get to that. But like, once Kim left, I realized the more I watched the show and I studied, like, why do these last two seasons suck? Kim was missing. Mm-hmm. Because she she went. Uh... She was like the light of the show. She was like, cause cause who was the the funny one? Cause like Nisi was funny, but she was kind of a bouncing off of Kim funny. Um. Like she was, she couldn't really hold. I mean, she could. Nisi was funny. I'll give her like her boy craziness. I'm like, remember the episode when, when uh, Nisi about to get married to to the stepson from a different world? Oh, uh, Terrence. Julissa's stepson. Yeah, she really? was married to Terrence. I have to go back and watch. You don't see an episode? He was like in the military. Oh, he came yeah. back, and that was her little boo. You know, military niggas love getting married. That's all they do. That's before charges came out, so he just yeah. had to go ahead and get married. Um. So, and then he did all of that just to have a whole outside child that he was raising as his nephew, and that's really like what got me. That was a crazy twist. The more it was, and it was unnecessary. Like y'all didn't have to do that. Y'all did it, and it and it, and it blew up in their face because that's kind of what the term that made the show in. Because after that, people was like, even D was like, oh no, nah, I'm a, I'm just going ahead and. I'm gonna go ahead and bounce. I'm gonna just just say I'm in. What did she say she went? I can't remember where she went. Why she like what? Did she go to Jamaica for a while? Maybe it was Jamaica. I don't because I get that confused with why the mama from that's a regular because she was in law school in in England. So yes, yeah, that was that was just like okay, sure. Um, so let's get to D. Was she the best stepmom on TV? Who are the who's up for who's up for contention against her? I don't even remember any other stepmoms. I don't even know. I, I don't even remember. Uh, I mean, the uh, one from Cinderella. I mean, so I think even for, for Moesha to even have a stepmom, I thought that was dope. In terms of yeah, what t- that was something we yeah, had. what TV was doing and 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 you know us never meeting her mom and I guess Denise was technically a stepmom. Okay, yeah, but we didn't get so much of their their household dynamics on the Cosby show. Right, right, right. And then most of the time we saw Raven, Denise wasn't even there. <laughs> we really saw them interact for real. Other than like the right. initial interaction. And then Olivia would be at the house with Bill by herself, hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's her granddaddy. Oh, man. So, I think she 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 did her best. And it was already awkward enough that she was her first teacher, then the principal at her school. And then Moesha was difficult. I don't think she really wanted to receive D. And I mean, that was one of the plot points in the first season. Like, it just, because they had just got married when the show started. Like, it just into yeah. a stepmom, especially after, you know, losing her real mom. And, uh, oh, that's what I was watching last week. That couch episode. She showed her behind over that couch. Mm-hmm. Like, I lost a parent too. And if my mama had got a new man and he sold my daddy's chair, I don't think I would have tripped that hard. Like, I really don't think she's trying to get rid of mom. Like, bro, it's, it's it smells like fart, bro. Like just <laughs> going to American Signature. Miles put all his boogers on, <laughs> under this under the seat. We gotta get rid of like, it. Like it's okay, cause like I was just telling my mom today, like and the memories, like 
of our couch are, are rich and all of that. Like, you know, my grandma used to sit on the couch and she passed. My dad, like, that was one of his last places he was. And, like, today's actually the anniversary of my dad getting sick. So I haven't, like, actually spoken to my dad in eight years today. So, like, even on the wow. anniversary, I'm like, yeah, it's about time, Mom. We need to get a new couch. <laughs> like, I don't... It's, <laughs> it's a couch. But I deal with things differently, so maybe I'm just weird. It was a couch. But she didn't have to show out down to yard sale that way. And then we had Kim and Nisi coming in with the hilarity. You know what Kim and Nisi are? <laughs> they yeah. are um Hercules, the two little shapeshifters. Uh the I mean I think Hercules are technically demons, but yeah. Were they demons? I yeah, guess they, they were demons, huh? Yeah, they I uh, never thought of that. They banged with Hades. <laughs> they were so funny though, the one scene when he was mad <laughs> about Hercules being alive. And then they, he was slurping on the drink. <laughs> the other one had on the shoe. Like, he's wearing his merchandise. Man. I'm sorry. That was just so funny to me because he was just like, <laughs> okay. But yeah, I think D dealt well. Like, with the card she was dealt, she did her best to try to reach out and try to be like that ally with most of dealing with her crazy daddy. Yeah. D, I mean, D really was. It, it, Frank didn't make her job any easier. Uh-uh. Or, or did he? Because by being such like an overdoing it type parent, but I guess that would have to call, that would have caused like by being so extra, like Moesha could have found refuge in, in D, but she didn't. She ran away from home. Um, but it would have caused D to have to like get in between their fight. Yeah. So like her being an ally to Mo when her dad was being crazy was causing a wedge in her marriage. So it's kind of a lose lose her right um okay next we have kim the show kimberly ann parker the best part of moesha when she left nothing was the same actually well yeah so technically she was the best part i was gonna say what was their what was their band name oh what was it called was it i think it was initials it was like the oh it's like q was it was it, i think it was their last names what was it okay you had to go back on the message board. Right, right. If you remember the name of their group, at us. That is time. I'll send you five dollars via Cash App. Oh, okay. Well, let me let me find out what was the name of the group. <laughs> no, just we'll leave it for a challenge. Dang, what is the name of it? Uh, okay. so yeah, if you can find out the name of their group, uh. At us, and I'll send five dollars via Cash App. Uh, I love. I remember that song though. In around and around, in around and around, in around and around, we go. I shook the table on Twitter, and I said that Countess Vaughn in her prime, which is like ninety seven, could sing Brandy under the table. I thought that was part of the reason she got kicked out, get kicked off the show. She didn't get kicked off the show. She had a spinoff. What you mean? Well, there was a. My understanding was that. Her and Brandy had some. They beef. did have beef. Now that is true. And I thought it was, I thought it was in part because Brandy did feel threatened by her as a singer. And that one, you know, Skinny have a threat by us there, so. And number episode two, all over. You're really like I don't. You're really kind of in between. I, I look a lot smaller than I really am. You said big I'm, girls. Like I'll be looking at me like, dang, I look really skinny, but then the scales like one fifty three. It's an illusion. My stretch marks, like, hey. And then when I go upstairs, my my lungs are like, what's up? So, although I am flattered. 
I'm a lot thicker than I look, though. Um, yeah, I'm like twenty something pounds overweight. That's neither here nor there. Uh, no, she like if you seen that video of her on whatever talk show that was like singing with Usher. Oh yeah, yeah. but it was very nineties. Ooh. Ooh yeah, like it was real Ooh. cute. But like Countess was that girl. She really was. She was hilarious. Like she was the show. And then she got her own show. Like, the Parkers is so fun. Oh, wait. We forgot to talk about Monique. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it c- comes in uh, here and t- talking about, you know, the spinoff that was the Parkers. Yeah. Um, so, quick commercial break so we can talk about Monique really quick. Yeah. So, um, this week. Yeah. Go ahead. Monique was on a uh, media tour of sorts um, talking more about her. her um, her boycott of her request to boycott Netflix and, you know, just some more of the drama that is, that was a, you know, that came out about it because from the time she announced she requested the boycott to like, you know, recently, you know, it was that one reporter dude who was saying like, she was actually offered 3 million, but she didn't, you know, cause she didn't want to audition. She was turned, she, they, they took it away. And that come came out that that wasn't true. Um, they released a lot of documents, in emails and screenshots of of the the whole interaction with them, but I guess the biggest interview she did is the Breakfast Club with Lenard. First off, yes, yeah, Angela Yee is forty six years old, and I want everyone to know it because if I had to find that out and get my day ruined, then so did everyone else. She is forty six years old. She was born in nineteen seventy two, and I think that is insane. So her her and Monique are only four years apart. For perspective purposes. Oh, God. So they was in high school at the same time. (laughs) If that helps. Isn't that crazy? It is, especially given how... She acts, right. Well, no, just how Monique looked during the interview. Well, Angela Yee, that black side is coming through because I thought she was like 36. Yeah, it's crazy because I do like I take in a lot of Angela Yee content. I listen to um, lip service as well, and she's always acting so prudish. Like, oh, because you know she has like big freaks on the show. Like, she got Gigi McGuire tip drill, like her other homegirls. So they got stories, but she's yeah. still like, oh, I've never done that. And I'm, girl, you forty six. If you don't start getting on the moon and handstanding and got to bust it open by forty six, I feel like that's a you know by forty six you should have at least. But she ain't. Well, I mean, she's not married, so like maybe if she would have been married and had someone, maybe she would have done all that freaky stuff. I don't, I don't know her life. Well, no one else on the show is married. Are they younger than her? Yeah, everyone is at this point because who knew she was forty six? No one. Everybody else, like even she's older than Charlemagne and Envy. Envy's forty, Charlemagne. and Charlemagne's thirty nine. But yeah, back to the Monique. Interview. Okay, yeah. So I watched it in in its in totality last night. Mm-hmm. So I, I had to force myself to watch it, but I watched it and I've always been on her side. I just thought it was just one. Ain't nobody finna boycott Netflix. Cause it's a lot more than Netflix than just comedy. And you know what I'm saying? They got the office. They got all the classics. I'm not finna boycott Netflix, but I do agree. Like they should pay her more money. And I know she never said to pay her Dave Chappelle numbers and or Amy Schumer numbers at that, that you know, that she was taking note from Amy Schumer who, also, it's like y'all need to pay me more than this, mm-hmm. and they did, and they obliged. Granted, she don't; she's not selling out tours, or whatever. But you know, her resume should speak for itself. One, two, the point that her husband was making—I mean, excuse me, daddy was making. 
that was that she was said, she was saying with a straight face like no one flinched when she said go ahead daddy i'm sorry daddy i'm like excuse pardon me daddy daddy what? let me handle this one right i was like um okay Mind you, they know open marriage too, but that's neither here nor there. But the point, you know, he was making, because, and Charlemagne was being an a hole, which he usually is. And like people on these threads on Twitter are like true. And I love Charlemagne. He's an a hole. He's a cancer like myself. But I cannot ignore the facts that people are saying on Twitter. Like it's true. Like he does have a different energy when it comes to black women. Um, Cause he don't come with that with the rappers. Like he's an a hole, but he don't be like that condescending. Cause one, they'll beat his behind. I mean, I guess, well, Q didn't beat him up. So I guess it kind of ties back into Moesha because Q was on the show, um, Fredro Star, and he almost two-piece Car- Charlemagne. So that's funny. Yeah, he was pissed. Yeah, he was very upset. Um, but yeah, the point he was making, because he was like, well, how much money do y'all want, Monique? And then she was like, of course, annoyed, but he was like, the point of the deal Netflix was giving was like, okay, we're going to give you $500,000, but after that, you cannot tour for, three, for two years, no new material, like mm-hmm. you cannot do stand-up. So that's basically $250,000 a year and they can make $2 million a year, you know, touring. So he was like, a, a reasonable amount would be something that would be a greater benefit if we have to take two years off. And that makes sense. If, we, if I can't tour for two years after and all y'all give me is $500,000, that's, that's BS. That's for anybody. If, if I did a stand-up tour, y'all gonna give me $30 to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. when it, it just made sense. And then they were talking about the Viola Davis is singing the same song, talking on her platform. Like y'all need to pay me, like y'all gonna pay a white woman. Octavia Spencer just came out and said her white co-star had to, had to, you know, campaign like y'all need to pay Octavia more money because you know you see the resumes are longer. First of all, Octavia Spencer has come a long way because I was watching Breaking All the Rules the other day and she was playing a hairdresser who cut Gabrielle Union's hair and now look at her. Right, she was like mute almost. Hmm. No, wait, wasn't she in Kingdom Come? She was in Kingdom Come. She was in Big Mama's House. She was in Beauty Shop. She has been in yeah, so many she... Chitlin Circuit movies. It's like the background or the random. She was the pregnant one on, on uh, Big Mama's House. Just for her. No, that, was, that was Pam. Oh, no, Pam. Well, you're right. She was one of the pigtails. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, her They had a valid point, and it's the truth. And I feel like they do that to black women. And that's one thing I hate with black men. Like, don't try to, and I say black men because I don't talk to white men. So most men I talk to are black men. So don't try to tell us if we're complaining about something as black women that we face, don't try to tell us, you know, how to feel or what, or invalidate it. Like even I was talking about, um, I had to unfollow this. Well, I got blocked, but this page, I don't know if y'all, this is one, I ain't gonna say the name cause that's messy. But this page is always, you know, trying to do pro-black stuff, but it's like a lot of respectability politics. And they were just talking about this. He, They were screenshotting a dark-skinned girl talking about, you know, dark-skinned girl struggles and being looked over for light-skinned girls, et cetera, et cetera. And I commented, I'm like, she's right. And then they were like, oh, well, that's not true, blah, blah, blah. And she also says nigga, so that invalidates the pro- I'm like, first of all, what, what does her saying nigga have to do with her point? And two, I live this life, so how do you, you know, how are you going to tell me? Or even when I was talking about natural hair or stuff like that, you know, niggas always want to come in and tell you how to feel about something when they don't have the experience. You don't know how it feels to walk down the street and get catcalled and fear for your life or, or your vagina or that you're going to get raped or something crazy. But that's not, you know, that's not an experience for you. So you don't get to comment on that. And that's how I felt about Charlemagne trying to tell her that she's using race and gender bias to talk about her situation when that's exactly what it is. So I will agree that <laughs> I will agree that Charlemagne 
during the interview, he seemed scattered brain and, and, and didn't necessarily seem to have um, some of the most solid points most of the time. Yeah, he didn't do his research, basically. Um, but at the same time, I felt like, you know, Monique purposely, like, you know, they sh- I don't know, you saw at the beginning, like, hey, let's start with love. Let's hug each other. Hey, baby, da, 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 da. And then mm-hmm. she comes on and is like, I'm going to call you Leonard. He's like, it's Leonard. You know, one, <laughs> if you if you going to, you know, come up here and try to flex and call me by my government name and not, you know, the, the name that I, I my stage name I use on this platform, at least get it correct. You know, um, I was really upset that her phony pony did not match her hair. It, you know, you know I'm, I'm all salt for and pepper, so I'm, no, 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 I'm all the for black starts women. At the root. I'm all for black women rocking their natural hair, baby, do you? But if you're going to wear a phony pony, as as my mother has, has told me, you know, just just make it match. Just make it match. That's all we ask. But it's um, not all gray. So it's, but she I'm sure they have some salt and pepper. Phony and the, the edges just, are late. She just was like, I'm going to pick the shiniest, blackest bun I can I can get. Throw this little piece task. of a ponytail. You, you were too. Anyway, um. Uh, but that, that at least I was on the point. You talking about her, nah. but that ain't got nothing to do with gender equality. It, 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 it does. So, <laughs> so you know, she came up, you know, trying, you know, trying to 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 flex her muscle, and uh, that was cool. But my biggest thing with Monique, I truly believe that she has been blackballed um, for whatever reason. You know, I, I guess it started with the precious thing. Um, Someone said I was re- I was listening to another interview somewhere, and they were saying like there's sometimes there's a thing called the Oscar curse where like after you win an Oscar, it's hard to to get any more good movies. I'm not sure how true that is because a lot of people tend to tend to still work, you know, like with Denzel and stuff. But I, I do believe there was some type of blackball, you know, for whatever reason she pissed off the wrong person and they they weren't working with it, so you didn't see her a lot. And then she comes back for this Christmas. Or almost Christmas, and um, she has a. I don't even. I wouldn't consider her the lead, but she had a good supporting role in that, and 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 I thought it was it was good. But what you know, it, the offer of five hundred thousand, I think it is definitely a low ball. I think it's disrespectful. It's a disrespectful low ball, almost in my opinion. But DJ Envy brought up a point of Netflix is in a power position. They know you've been blackballed. They know you want to make your premiere back onto comedy. They by making those large deals with those other three comics of Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, and Amy Schumer, they've now positioned them in, themselves in a light where they are the like a huge source of comedy. And people are like, if I want to see a new special, I'm gonna go to Netflix. You know that that's where people are releasing them. And so Netflix came in as a business. <laughs> who let's just be frank, they don't understand our culture. You know, it's not black owned. They're about dollars and cents. And the black dollar is not always as respected as other dollars. And they said, we, we're going to lowball you with 500,000. Now, daddy, I mean, Sydney, her manager said that they never countered. I, I'm not sure what the reason they never countered for was, but he said, why it was like a, they, from the jump, I think they were like, take it or leave it. I think it was something like that. Cause in the context, cause cause um, Charlemagne kept on pushing like, did y'all counter? Did y'all counter? And then he eventually explained. But I forgot what exactly he said. Right. And so you know whatever they didn't counter, um, and then she comes out, hey boycott, and or you know they try to have some more dialogue. She's like, well, baby, ain't that her resume? This my resume. You know how you know how's da 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 da, and 
it is true. Black women do get paid less than anybody else. Mm-hmm. But what I think, I feel like Monique is kind of, un. I think Monique has lost touch with this current generation or she, she kind of let herself become irrelevant in a way that I think, I feel like nowadays you have the power to change. And, you know, that's why you don't see people saying they're canceling their Netflix. They just say, oh, I agree with Monique. And what I mean by that is, I think about a guy like Kevin Hart. Had several movies that flopped. Hollywood did not take him serious. Hollywood was like, you're you're done being a leading man. Your movie was bootlegged platinum, and we're not going to you know bang with you anymore. So Kevin Hart went, hit the ground, and built up his following via comedy, just like Monique is a stand-up comic. And he came back with the following so strong. You know, Kevin Hart is ranked as like one of the number one comedians on social media in terms of, you know, following and stuff. And he, you know, he's got it now where if you're a Hollywood producer or whatever, you'd be a fool to, you know, to deny Kevin Hart for a leading role because, you know, he's going to bring in bank. He's bringing in a following. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if y'all remember, but, you know, Sony in the Sony emails, Kevin, part of Kevin Hart's negotiation, they were like, yeah, promote the movie on your personal uh, social medias. He said, not a six or four million dollars. But because his social media game is so tight, they talked their little trash, but they had to pay him because they knew it was worth it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Monique is kind of resting on, I am a legend. You know, Queens of Comedy sold, you know, t- almost 20 years ago, I was the headliner. You know, it sold out everywhere. Ain't nobody doing that. And I think this was an opportunity. Like, if she would have came out and been like, you know, yo, Netflix lowball me with this trash offer. Forget them. We're going to do our own thing and we're going to hit the road. And I understand, like, as you know, maybe as a 50 year old woman, it's harder. You know, she has kids, you know, so I, I, I get there maybe some more personal things there. But I think we live in a day and age where you can go and create your worth. And I feel like, you know, when she keeps talking about I'm a legend, I'm a legend, I'm a legend. People are like, well, Monique, we don't really see you touring. You know, one of the biggest things is like Amy Schumer sold out Madison Square Garden twice. Mm hmm. Hey, Monique, have you ever sold it out twice or just once? Mm-hmm. No, but baby, I'm a legend. I'm a legend. I'm a legend. Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, they went on tour with their material first and then released a special. You know, so so like when you say like, hey, you can't, you know, so like when you say, hey, part of the Netflix deal is for two years, you can't really do comedy. Most people would, they would go tour with their special, kind of get all that money from it as they could and then drop the special and, you know, just make some more on top of it. Well, yeah, that's what she was saying. She's going to do it regardless. Towards the end, right. she said she was going to go on the tour regardless because that's what they do. They do it and then they pitch it. But, I mean. But, know. and then here's this. She's on this whole media tour in New York. Her shows, her, her, her shows in New York aren't until like another month or two. That's bad. That's bad timing and thing on daddy you know here you know well, daddy's a problem in itself because i think i don't think he's the best manager for her and ha- ha- has he ever known i think if she had gone on this media tour expounding on her her thought from the jump when she first let that hey my loves come out when she had that ponytail against that wall she should have been on breakfast club the next day but now it's a month we don't let it fester and people don't let their feelings you know marinate oh. now it's kind of like okay what Cause you know now we're finally start. Some people are now finally starting to understand what she was talking about if they take the time to listen. But it's just it's like a, it's an iffy situation. Um, just pay that lady at least a good 
I think a good seven million, five million. Give us some M's. But she not gonna get twenty. She not gonna get the thirteen. But I think a good enough amount for her for it to be profitable for her not to work for two years is like good. Well, you don't agree. I don't know if she's worth the seven. Like just, just, just like, and I'm not even and I, like no disrespect to Monique. I understand like there are people out there that definitely love her, her comedy. I just don't like. I've gone back and tried to watch some. None of it was funny enough where, like, if she released a special, I would check it out. Really? And that's just me. Not saying, I, like, I'm the end-all, be-all of comedy or taste. You know, everybody has different preference and taste. Monique, to me personally, was not the funniest stand-up where I would watch her special. Well, another point she was making, just like, what black woman do you know? Granted, everyone's up Tiffany Haddish's behind. But didn't nobody watch her Showtime special when it came out? I didn't see nobody talking about that. And that came out in, like, October. Oh, a lot of people in my circle watched it. It wasn't the funniest. Okay. We'll see that. And that even proves my point further. Like, y'all like Tiffany, but y'all not really trying to watch Tiffany on the stand-up special. Like, I watched Tiffany had a stand-up in we, 08. But we watched I'm it. I'm saying, like, okay, if y'all watched it, y'all not going to enjoy it. But it wasn't like, if your, cir- your circle watched it, but I have not met anybody who was like, oh, y'all watched Tiffany special and it, like, XYZ. Like it, you know, disliked it otherwise, whatever. So I feel like even if she did get a Netflix I mean, deal, I don't even know how well that'll be received, even if people do watch it. And if, you know, because even with this Chris Rock, I didn't like the new Chris Rock special. I watched it and I was like, I did all. Honestly, I got a couple LOLs, but it was just like, eh. and I grew up watching Chris Rock specials. I liked the one when he was in the shiny suit. Yeah, yeah. He was talking about, they spinning, nigga, they spinning. Or you got an octagon. Like those yeah. are some key jokes that I remember <laughs> from a child. And I didn't oh, yeah. enjoy the Chris Rock special. And I love stand up. Y'all know that. So, yeah, I would definitely say that to me, you know, I was a little disappointed. The last 30 minutes, though, of his special was hilarious. I think that's when that's when he kind of he lost me when he started talking about what did he say about God? It was something he was saying about God. God is like salt. Something like too much will ruin a dish, you know, or too much will kill. Okay, maybe it was that. And I was just like. Nah, boss, you lost me. And then he was talking about his divorce. Like, I'm supposed to be like, I'm not clapping for your divorce. Like, what am I supposed to say? Like, I'm not. He said, don't clap unless you are a lawyer. <laughs> what? I mean, okay. I don't remember verbatim because I kind of tuned it out. Like, I was like, hey, I really enjoyed the cat. Well, it was special cat. I wonder what cat's deal was because he got that deal and dipped. Even with all his BS recently, he got him a deal. You know who's who else you special right? I really liked? I like D-Ray. I enjoy D-Ray. Yes. And I feel like D-Ray still has not gotten his flowers. Cause, and that's the thing. Like These stand-up comedians have been around since Comic View and Def Jam, and they still don't get their just due. D-Ray has been out for so long. Like, barbershop. Like, selling DVDs in, in barbershop. Just, and I've enjoyed him for years. Like, that one special. Oh, God, what is it? We have the colorful background. I, power Play? Yeah, I think it was Power Play. When we talk about the ugly homegirls, like, we ain't going to prom, girl. Just get dressed. We going. I'm not going. Like, <laughs> I love that special. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember watching Monique's cellmate special when it was on whatever Showtime or Stars or whatever it came on. Mm-hmm. You know, Tiffany Haddish actually got a deal with Netflix for a uh, animated series. Yeah, I read that. I get all that news from um, from work. Oh, I don't, I don't yeah. read the news. Yeah, I don't, I like respect to Monique I, I think she does make some valid points about black women you know constantly being underpaid and and us as black men definitely having to step up and be more supportive and, and defend them I think I think at least how she approached this situation 
um, was not in the in the smartest way, and I, I think she probably do needs to get a, a better manager. I think if she had the right people on her team, you know, the same way I feel about Chris Brown, I feel like Chris Brown could have came back from the whole Rihanna situation if he had the right people on his team. He had a lot of enablers. That's he had a right. lot of people letting him do whatever the f he wanted to. If he had the right people, like there's no reason he shouldn't have been on Larry King Live in like September after the incident with that stupid bow tie on. Had he had the right people in place, he could have bounced back effortlessly. But he, they had people. He didn't have the right people. And it just looked crazy. And even me as a 16-year-old watching this going on, I'm like, nah, bro, I could have done a better job, you know what I'm saying, with this PR. Like, Chris could have came back, and they would have kept him on the straight and narrow. He wouldn't have went. Chris Brown has had a hell of a story. He's still, and the fact that he's even still here is crazy. Like, people who ain't done nothing are flopped off the map, but he's still here. He could have came back, because people have done far worse. Okay, back to Moesha. Yeah, let's hurry up. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm I'm looking at time like, dang, we've been talking for a minute. So, we were on Kim. You know, she was funny enough to get her spinoff with Monique, who was hilarious. They're, them together, hilarious. The matching outfits, them being in AAA. Hey, Miss Ovi! Like, classic hilarity. Probably one of the best, like, the funniest sitcoms. Like, top 10. Top 10. I don't know if the best, but top 10. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't that many. Top 10, even. is. This. I mean, I don't know who the nine in front of it would be, but it was. it's up there and funny. Mama, that one episode alone, <laughs> just Countess Vaughn was just funny. Like even when even when her being on like R and B D was like she was just so funny. Her expressions, her music video. Oh no, I mean she, she's. I mean you know she's she's hilarious. She's she's good. But top ten is I think that's a, wow. that's a far cry. Beyond niggas. Okay, next character Miles. <laughs> I think Miles just served his purpose. He was just you know the annoying little brother, the snitch and tail and. He was smoking weed, remember? Yeah. So I do appreciate that how real the show was. Or like, you know, like it wasn't a Cosby show. It was a this is a family going through real things like death, infidelity, this boy smoking. Smoking reefer, and they thought it was Mo. She was like, I ain't mm-hmm. They was about to make her take a drug test. Right. And it, and that's another see, that's another bullet point in the, the Frank A. S campaign. Like, did all of that. And then all, the whole time it was Miles. They had to go to therapy because of it, remember? Mm-hmm. Well, they needed family therapy. They've been season one, okay? Because Frank is a maniac. Um, but I'm trying to think of what else happened with Miles. Other than him getting kidnapped. We'll talk about that towards the end. But And it, he didn't even do nothing. Remember he was just collateral. Right. Remember when, um, what's her face, uh, Kyla Pratt came over and slow danced with him? She was like, I'm pregnant. <laughs> I'm late. <laughs> no, she was like, <laughs> was like pregnant <laughs> d panicked and told d or it was a d or his dad i think it was d because d was always home frank was never a doctor. yeah clearly a cheater but and he was looking uh he was looking for jobs <laughs> <laughs> kids are so stupid it was the way she told him i'm late <laughs> what i know my body <laughs> <laughs> it's not like something i would have did at 12 well I'm late, I'm late, so step up be a man. <laughs> Good old Miles. Um, next, Nisi. Nisi was low-key the whole friend. Like the thirsty friend, the fast friend. They didn't really delve deep into her like escapades for real, for real. But like, had they, we would have known what was up. She was definitely the fastest one in the group. And you know, during the show, she had two kids. Her kid's older than me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow no for real um 
Nisi was cool. I mean, she was like the goofy friend. I, I yeah. I mean, she was just cool. Yeah, and Nisi was the funny, you know, boy crazy friend. I think they were all pretty boy crazy though. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think that was yeah, really well, all. Was, of them. It was the nineties. It was a different kind of Kevin, fine back in the nineties. You had no choice but to be boy crazy. So I can't even be mad. Can't even be mad. Um, okay. But yeah, no, her her son was born in nineteen ninety three, and her daughter was born in nineteen ninety four. That's crazy. Oh, but she got a master's and a bachelor's. Okay, girl. That's right. Okay. What did she get it in? In psychology for her bachelor's and in forensic science for her master's. Okay, oh, wow. girl. So Come on, like, sure. You got your degrees and whatever. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I, I like Nisi. When they got to college, what I didn't like about Nisi the last couple of episodes, she had that same weave ponytail in. And it bothered me. I did not like the weed ponytail because it was just there. It just sat there. Like the whole season. Like, ugh. Like, it was a super something easy. Then she kissed Hakeem. That was scandalous. That was. Oh, yeah. That was very scandalous. Yeah, but that was a, that was a common thing back in those days. Uh, your friend kissing your man. Who was kissing somebody else's man? Uh, remember girlfriends? What happened to girlfriends? I need to go back and watch girlfriends as an adult. Tony, Tony was about to sleep with uh Jones' sex addict boyfriend, <laughs> but she caught him. Raggedy. That would have been her last episode. <laughs> um, who else is after Nisi? Because uh, Nisi was cool. Yeah, Nisi. We have much to say about Nisi. I mean, it was just she was Nisi. She we already talked about her being halfway married, and then she, her dumb boyfriend. Did she have a dumb boyfriend? No. See, I'm starting, cause I think all the it was all the same actors in Sister Sister and Moesha, so they starting to run together. Did she have a dumb oh, yeah, light skin nah. boyfriend too? Was it the same guy from Sister Sister? Nah, she didn't really have like a no. She was boyfriend, talking to Jake boyfriend. Long, wasn't she? The uh, Hakeem's homeboy, the age Jake Long, the Asian dude. Oh, when she was at Brentwood, she did like bit, Jake yeah. Long. Okay, Jake Long has has a has a um resume too. What are he doing? I'm looking, but I'm just on googling spree. Um, so Hakeem, uh, may he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Yeah, didn't he try to get all like a uh, hard body on on us? Hmm. After um, not saying anything above it, about it, but I loved Hakeem. I thought it was dope. They treated him like family, and you know, mm-hmm. like some of his some of Frank's interactions with him were actually made Frank redeeming. Yeah, because he's stepping as a father, because he did like a father son thing with him. The camp trip at the church. Matter of fact, yeah. we gonna get to that. Dorian was in. But Ray J and, and as Charles, his first character mm-hmm. that he played, which is just so they really pushed it with Dorian. That's why I don't like because like along with Dorian came that whole storyline. It's like we just so we'll get to that. But yeah, I loved Hakeem. Yeah. I thought it was kind of it was weird but predictable when they made them date at the end. Uh, don't you feel like that would really happen though? That's what I'm saying. It was weird, but it was predictable at the same time. Like, but like, I felt like it was true to to life. Like, I've grown up with this girl my whole life. She's pretty. Watched her grow. She's cute. You know, yeah. yeah. I get it. I like. I mean, even if I dated one of my guy friends so, and it was predictable, it still would be weird. So, fellas, don't ever believe that's like my brother. She will hunt him. 
but it's gonna take some it'll take some years though it won't be an immediate hunch it'll be some like down the line hunch i mean buddy buddy's been putting in well you know that's who she runs to when you mess up yeah you know when, when that shoulder to lean on gonna become a pelvis so you gotta mess up out of time out of town but then like make it up before y'all get back in town okay let's see um yeah hakeem was good uh, he cared about Mo. Like even when she ran out after cussing D out at the yard show. I mean yard, not yard show. Jeez, I'm so greeky. The yard sale. He the one who ran behind her, so he 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 was there. He was there. Next, um, we trying to breathe through these honestly. Dorian. Okay, yeah. So his point was Braja had already been two characters on Moesha. He was Charles from Church, who had been on like he was a recurring character. It wasn't like he was just like a cameo. He was a character. Then he played himself the episode with the Moesha concert, I mean the Brandy concert. And then he then he was Dorian. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. like, you had to have him like, y'all could have picked Marcus Houston to somebody to play Dorian. It just had to be Ray J, huh? Nope. You gotta you gotta um you gotta keep your family employed. I feel like it was like a publicity thing. Like, oh, Ray J about to be on Moesha. But at the same time, that that storyline, him coming in the show and him being Frank's son and him going to boot camp and Robin and Lil' Kim kidnapping Miles, all of that is what led to the show being canceled because it just got too much. And I think because Mo was finally out of the house, they needed another rebellious teenager. But it was just like, nah. But like, I, I liked it. I liked it. Like anytime Moesha's on and I look and I press info and it's like season five or six, I'm like, nah, bro, I'm going to go ahead and... I wait for sister, sister to come up. Like I don't. I want really it. liked it. I I thought it was dope because with how Frank handling the two, it sh- you know they definitely showed a double standard, you know, and how Dorian got all these chances, but Mo was you know switch you know she got and Dorian was life was at stake. She would Mo was just being fast. Dorian was about to go to right. <laughs> crazy. And yeah, I just didn't like you know it coming to that because it was it was on its way to being kind of like an urban Cosby show and then he had a whole side family which just it was just a lot I didn't I didn't like it like but I didn't the thing is, that's real some people really out here like that thank god like our families aren't but it's real it's just some people really dealing with that we just were privileged and didn't have to I guess I just mm-mm. you said it yourself like how like you know, like you was gonna wait. Yeah, y'all wanted to wait to the funeral, and make sure no side kids showed up. <laughs> well, they didn't have to wait. <laughs> it, yeah, I just didn't like the whole. And then he was just annoying. I don't know. I maybe I just don't like Ray J. I think that may be what. <laughs> maybe, no, yeah, it I sounds think, like I you got to hold so much resentment because I know that storyline. Like once it got to once they jumped the shark with that whole Frank storyline, that's what led to it being canceled, and that's why that's why I didn't get the answers that I wanted from the finale. And now I'm blaming him. So I'm at. So what? Shoot me. Mm-hmm. Still me. That, that, I was about to say shooting is yeah, that was a lot. like that was a lot. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. But since it's Dorian, <laughs> like, um, okay, and Dale. Love and Dale. May she rest in peace. The auntie we all, you know, wanted the play auntie. She put up with Moesha. She let Moesha stay with her when she got kicked out, which was insane. That's what, yeah, because Moesha moved yeah, out. That's... That was the fallout from the Jeremy thing. She was like, I'm moving out. And she yeah. moved with. She, uh, she was really like, she really lo- looked out, you know, like, you come stay with me. Right. I mean, it was like, I know your daddy crazy, so here's somewhere to lay your head. Yeah. Um, 
shout out to her for having a den because I always wanted to go to a place like the den, but we didn't have any sisters like Andale okay. in the neighborhood. I live. And then I like how her transition to um, the Parkers being good girls with um, Nikki because yeah. that was even funnier too, like her being a sidekick. So we got to see another another level to Andale. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was nice. Um, Uncle Bernie, not much for saying about Uncle Bernie for real, for real. And just he was just good to have on the show, fun, the cool uncle. Everybody got that one uncle that you'd rather hang out with, cooler than your dad. Um, <laughs> I mean, he was trash though to Andale, like playing all of the games until Shamar Moore. See, you know what? Dark skin men act right before sensitive light skin come with Johnny Gill. Because once once they bring out that Johnny Gill card, it's gonna be hard unless you have a meddling Mo- Moesha around. <laughs> <laughs> got away with it too it wasn't for this box head box braid head <laughs> teenager crooked ponytail baby hair um yeah we could talk mary ellen was a hater i, I put her on here but she was just a hater but and it was crazy because she snitched on moesha about that party but moesha was the only one to stick up for her with the debutante ball when she was pregnant because mm. your fast time wanted to go get pregnant but you still gonna snitch on moesha she she could have got beat up pregnant or not that face ain't pregnant. <laughs> I, I saw that on a Facebook comment. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, I want to talk about Alicia, the hater from from college who spread the rumor that Moesha was a hoe. So people, men started like pulling up to the room, like, "What's up?" Oh yeah. <laughs> Basically, came swinging their penises. <laughs> yeah, Alicia was like the quintessential nine, quintessential nineties homegirl because she also played Diavion at the same time on um, Sister Sister. And it was funny how, like, the first off, the difference in the two characters, but she still was, like, the homegirl. Because her and Moesha ended up being cool. That one episode, everybody in the house was dating Tyrese at the same time. That was Oh, funny. yeah. Well, he had, like, a lip piercing at the time? I don't know. Night is a weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was That was funny. That was, like, 99. That was funny, though. Hilarious. Okay, let's talk about Moesha's boyfriends. Which one? There's so many. So... I guess you can go, I guess, chronological order. Like We're going to do the big five. So we got Ohaji yeah. from the pilot. May he rest mm-hmm. in peace. Ohaji was trash at a young age, and he never stopped. He was like that woke, hotep trash. <laughs> like, Was he woke? He, he remember he did the poems and stuff. Yeah, I vague. I have to go back. Like, he was kind of, he was hotep okay. He was hotep before hotep. Like if he, yeah. Y'all just be throwing hotep around. But go ahead. He was like, if he was alive in 2018, or if he was a real person, period, he'd be a hotel. Yeah, I just, he was playing with Melinda Williams. Remember, he was like dating the other mm-hmm. girl? Trash. These trash. Then we have Q, Thug Bang, the best. Q, my man. I mean, I really, no, I'm not going to say I actually banged with him because I like Jeremy the most, but, um, I mean, he was he was just quintessential, like, you know, like, yo, I get it. I didn't realize he even rapped until, like, years later. I just thought he was an actor. I can't name one Federal Star song. It's Onyx. <laughs> I think it's Jump. Like, hey, John Donna, John Donna, and let the boys be boys. I think that's his song. No. Really? Yes. He was in a group Onyx. Oh. That's crazy. Onyx, Fragile Star. Who knew? Cool, Tom has not been kind at all. But he was bay back in the day, man. He was bald, like, as a kid. So, like, yeah, that was, I always thought that was weird. 
That's why Frank didn't trust him. Like, why is this child ball? <laughs> <laughs> Something's not right here. Why is he bald already? Uh, what have you been through in life? But no, I love Q, the thug passion, the we going shorty. I was like, ooh, he from New York. Like, just that New York. So I like New York men. Um, he he brought out the worst in her. He but he put a ring on it eventually, and then the ring got taken off. It was a lot. Maybe when Moesha was being raggedy and talking to Genuine too, and they was both on tour with each other. Yeah, Moesha was a big hoe. I don't know why nobody wanted to like her. <laughs> she was. Ooh. I don't know, man. She was. Mm. She was a she. She was a because she, she was disguising as a good girl. But she, she, yeah. I wouldn't say she was a hoe. She was like, out here. She was just thirsty. She, I don't know if, like, I guess if Frank gave her such negative attention, she just wanted attention from any and every boy she could. Not, I don't think she was thirsty for it, though. I feel like she had kind of like an effect on men. Mm. Cause, like, if she was like a Kim or a Nisi, they was like thirsty. But okay. Mo was more like timid with it. Like, the niggas would fall in Mo's lap. So I guess she was just like, mm. you know. Um,. Yeah. <laughs> She was scandalous for that one though, because they were sending like that's how you don't send VHS through the mail, <laughs> video messages. That's real. Like, couldn't even Facetime. It took you a week yes. to have one minute that... conversation. Uh, cute, cute though. I, I love Q. I love the sneaking. I love the the jealous. Remember she went to prom because um, what you call him? What let her go to prom with Q? So she went to prom with some other guy, like his coworker son. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was kind of a lame, and he was like, I'm against yes. all this, like, that was know, corporate slavery, whatever. Yeah. He was like, end up being cool. Yeah, but she didn't end up having a good time with him. Um, then we have Aaron. Fine Aaron. Mm, mm, mm. Too old for her. Remember, like, they was about to leave for the trip, and then, like, his homeboy had an older girl, and she was like, oh, look at you. You're a baby. And she was like, take me home. She was dramatic, too. Like, girl... Pack your bag. Shut up. Then the episode, they was about to hunch, and she was thinking about it. And she, no, <laughs> when they was in the the clinic, and <laughs> Kim gave that fake name. <laughs> oh yeah, it was Kim, man. Kim held that show down. See, I liked Aaron. Um, think about my, my order, my boyfriend order. I guess would be Q, Jeremy, Aaron, or Haji Hakim. Yeah, I think that's fair. Last. Hakeem is number one. Oh. Oh. Uh, I like Jeremy because... Uh, in in what sense? He was more similar to my background. I mean, like more of a... Like a sub, I, I kind of more considered him like a suburban kid who like a jock and, you know, smart. Like that was more of who I was. Okay, sure. Let's, let's go with that. <laughs> I wouldn't know cute. I wouldn't out here with no big camel. Club. You were not, and that is your truth. Um, yeah, I love Jeremy because one Usher, like that's when Usher was Usher. Uh, new school. It's it's a breath of fresh air when like, I I've been someone who had to go to a new school and I was like, dang, I don't want to be here. And then you see somebody cute, and it's like it's not that bad. It's not it's not that bad. He had game. He had games. Just like it here. And it was Usher. So, I mean, did he like perform on her front porch? It was something he did. I think he was like dancing on her front porch. It was something cute. 
I like that, but oh, oh, it was that date. They went on a date and they put them right next to Q and some. And oh, it was Maya Campbell. Maya Campbell played Q's date, and bless her heart. Mm. Um, and it was like super awkward. And they was kind of like competing with each other, and he noticed that she still wasn't over her old one. So yeah, I love, I love Jeremy. I love that. And then when she got in trouble because of him, scandalous. Oh uh, yeah, got caught on, uh, walking down the stairs. Walking down the stairs because it looked like they was coming from like the rooms, whatever. But like, if he would have stopped and just listened to her, like, Dad, we was actually just sitting on the third step. Like, wasn't nothing going on? Because that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I won't paint Moesha as a hoe. Because like, that seemed like something I could have gotten in trouble for. Like, we was literally just playing 2K Dad. Like, you tripping, tripping. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then Hakeem, like it was just like, okay. Because they were already so close, so it wasn't like they really had like a love story. It was just like, let's go together. Because she started having them sex dreams about him. Mm. Remember? Because that came yeah. on recently, and I was just like, uh, that's how it started. Remember he was dating that older joint? Uh, I think I do remember that. That's when he was in college. And they had like that fake den. It wasn't all the way to den, but it was like a Starbucks. Oh, it was, on, got- it was like a... I, I, for context, I'll say like a jazz their piece. their pit. Oh wow, yeah, you you hit uh, their pit from the uh, you know like a different world, like mm-hmm. where everybody convened yeah. and got food. I'm trying to think of what that was on campus for us. I guess Chick Fil A because we had so many. Like maybe you want to be on the choir, maybe you want to be in the actual calf, maybe you in the bottom calf, maybe you, you know you in the set. Right. Um. So to conclude, our last section of the podcast. So with this whole, you know, reboot era, everybody wants a reboot. Everybody don't need a reboot. You know what I'm saying? So we can just kind of use our imaginations to think of what would have happened. And one of the main questions we have with the future of Moesha, which they, they tap dance around. They, they had this fake reunion on the reel and didn't answer no questions and sat and just threw shade and sipped their drinks for 30 minutes. But the first question is, what happened to Miles? So we're going to create our own predictions and premise for the reboot and where they would be in 2018. So what's your version of what happened to Miles? And where would they be now? I think they pay the ransom. He does he he's hurt. He's not he's not like seriously hurt, but he got like roughed up a little, you know, maybe beat up, maybe some bruises. But he comes back and he never bangs with Dorian ever again. And so, like, that becomes a really tense situation. And so, like, Frank either kicks Dorian out of the house or, like, Miles is like, yo, I'm out of here. Like, I can't be around, Mm -hmm. buddy. And um, they eventually kick Dorian out. I think so, too. I think that would be the last straw. Because, I mean, like, they already sent you to boot camp. They already already doing that. You already went to jail. That's how you met Mm-hmm. The people. That's how you met the people. I mean, he went to jail because he was outside of the house and couldn't get in because he lost his key or something. But still, like you already caused some enough tr- trouble and you almost got Miles killed. So I think that I would, I would think Dorian would have to go live with his mammy or his auntie mama, um, permanently until you turn eighteen to figure it out because that would just be like, all right, now enough is enough. Um, I think. So who do you think was pregnant? Oh, um, Elise. You think Elise was going pregnant? Do you think they was going to make a... Alicia? Or Alicia. Alicia. My fault. Alicia. Mm-hmm. I think it was Mo. Just based on how the rest of the episode went, I think Monique was one that was pregnant. I mean, not Monique. Moesha. I just I just really didn't see them. I, I couldn't see them doing that. 
But if it was Alicia when I was pregnant, that's not really a plot point because we don't focus on the on Alicia that much anyway. I really think or, or, at the at the very least, um, Nisi. But I definitely think it was Moesha because her and Hakeem were hunching, and I think that was her that took the pregnancy test. Um, I can't remember what it was that made me um for sure think it was Moesha. It was something else that happened early in the day. In the episode, that was like, oh, that is Moesha's pregnancy test. But I do think it was. Like, so that kid would be what, 16 now? Wow. So my prediction for the premise Moesha has her own teenage daughter who's 16, the age that she was. You know, the usual, you know, picking mm-hmm. up where you left off as a parent premise of a reboot. Um, who's the dad? Hakeem. Oh. Well, I'm saying, are they, are they married? Are they together? I think they'll, they'll be married. I think they will be married. Cause think about it, Frank as a daddy, he gonna, that's the time when people still getting forced to get married after they got pregnant. He was having a shotgun wedding. That those those were the times, like going to the courthouse. So she probably didn't even get the wedding she wanted. Um, but they're still together because you know they were such so, so close friends that it kind of like worked. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Where would they be now? Frank would probably still be problematic. D, you think him and her and D, him and D would still be together? I felt like for D to have survived everything she did so far, I felt like they would have stayed together. Hmm. I feel like she's still working, but he's kind of retired at this point, like because he owns he owns multiple Saturn. Well, think about it. They don't have Saturns no more. Saturn don't went out of business, so he's probably selling like Dodges and Jeeps now. (laughs) <laughs> in, a, in a turn of events. Damn. <laughs> so will he be like I I don't know, maybe he would have switched industries or something. Maybe he liked doing real estate. And I think I don't think Miles really turned out to be because he's he probably his life probably was shattered so much by being kidnapped and probably tortured and his getting his behind whooped. So he probably didn't go to college. He probably does like Yeah you know, tiles. He probably does like flooring for different businesses, something crazy. He, he picked up a trade. He definitely picked up a trade. Uh, or maybe nah, he worked too much at the dealership. I, and whatever Frank yeah. has, he's working there. But he's not like an all the way failure. But he, and then he really, yeah. he really got Kyla Pratt pregnant. So he was like a teen dad. <laughs> <laughs> she was actually late because they, they slow dance naked. Like, like I, I'm just thinking about it. Miles really is like one of those like, he not a it failure, but they definitely give him slack for what he he went through. Traumatic, like it was so traumatic that they. Get- yeah, it's like you kind of get a pass. Like, uh, we kind of damaged you when you was a kid, so we not. Sorry for bringing my illegitimate child in the house. I'll never do that again. <laughs> yeah, to get you kidnapped, that's kind of on me. My bad. So if you don't want to go to college, all right, you got it. All right. uh, I think Monique, not Monique. I can't want to say Monique. Moesha, she ends up being a journalist or whatever, you know following her dreams and Hakeem to kind of simp to kind of take care of it. But plot twist. What if it was Q's kid? It's genuine's baby. Ooh. So now the baby got cornrows with no hang time. Jesus. Always dancing and singing. So that's like, or maybe like, <laughs> on some sc- since they want to do scandal, since Frank want to have outside kids and they still on scandal. So she just like her daddy. Now the baby's 16 and just not finding out Hakeem ain't her real daddy. And Hakeem has known this whole time and raised Q's child as his own. Boom. Because mm. Q's, I mean, Hakeem is the type. 
Do they, have any, they have some other kids though. They yeah, like let's do that. Too. Yeah, but she the only one with chinky eyes and kind of caramel. So kind of don't really. She I always wonder why she was so light. Mm-hmm. But her mama said because she didn't let her go outside and play a lot growing up. Because <laughs> she was allergic to grass. That sounds like somebody grandma told you. That's what they told. That's, like, that's like one of the Medea lies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mama, you told me I was light skinned because I couldn't go outside and I was allergic to the yeast in the ground, something like that. Hold <laughs> like, on, grandma was my real mama. Anyway, <laughs> hilarious. So, yeah, I think that'll be the premise. And we just finding out, you know, her daughter trying to get box braids, but trying to figure out why she don't have edges in 2018 and, or like, I don't know. Oh, or maybe the daughter want to sing, right? And go to this open casting call. Okay, this is the premise. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. When 2018, boom. Their daughter, Hakeem and Moesha's daughter, goes to like an open casting call, like audition or whatever to sing. And one of the judges in the competition is Q. And he look at her, like almost on some dream girls, like you know the end of dream girls when Curtis comes to the oh, front yeah, yeah. and look at uh, Little Magic. And realize that's his child. <laughs> it's gonna be like that. Yeah. And then she's gonna come home like, Mom, oh my gosh, Q, whatever from this contest, like met me and he said he really, really liked me. And he's he's here for dinner. And then it's gonna be a mess. Boom. It's gonna be crazy. I think that'll be a good premise, and then we gotta figure out, you know, how they gonna since we since we scandalous in the Mitchell family, I got some scandal for y'all. And, uh, mm. yeah. And that's crazy. We can get cameos yeah, from some no, of the old I, boyfriends in a perfect world. Um, they go back to the den. They renovate the den. Oh, uh, that's what Nisi does. Nisi runs in. Oh, Nisi runs the den now. Yeah. Nisi and Kim, because you know Kim. No, no, Kim was trying to do fashion design. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of how did, how did the Parkers end? Did they ever graduate? Uh didn't they? And so they got married or something. Professor Ogilvy and Nikki got married, but I'm trying to think of what Kim was doing. I don't remember. I'll go. Maybe one day I'll watch it. So, yeah. I think that'll be a good premise. Tweet us what y'all think the the Moesha reboot should be. Right. Because it's definitely, you know, fake reboot season. So, let us know what y'all would want to see. So, I think, yeah, I think that'll be a good premise. Like, you know, Who's Brandy's baby daddy and all of this stuff? Because she's been raising him. But let's her. just be clear: we don't want the reboot. We don't want the reboot. That's why we're <laughs> imagining it now, so right. we can just leave it at that. It's like, oh, that would be what the reboot is, and I'm okay with that in my imagination, and I can go to sleep. Not yeah, please, please nobody need, nobody needs to write any treatments and uh, scripts and send it to UPN or CW or whoever. No, yeah. thank you. We just using our imagination and leaving it at that. All right, guys. Uh, thank you for rocking with us. For was yeah, we was kind of rapping for a minute. It was the Monique yeah. segment that really took a while. But that's cool. Yeah, don't forget to leave reviews and stuff. yeah, let us know your thoughts on. And remember, whoever finds out uh, the name of their band gets five dollars. And who Moesha actually hunched? Yeah, who was her um, first? Cause yeah, that's important too. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. Uh, We'll be back next week with another episode. All right. Bye, you guys.